Welcome, it's Susan, the founder of Grayscale. How are you today? It's Sunday. We have a lot to get through for this part two of relationships. The series on relationships, how did Jesus treat women and girls, and what does the U.S. law say? I'll just serve as a resource to guide you and just to direct you to U.S. United States of America's laws. As many of you know, my background is law. I have a law degree, but I want to say right away, and there is a disclaimer on this podcast, please note, as well as on the website, grayscale.com, I am not providing legal advice, nor financial advice, nor psychology or therapist advice. I am just directing you to the Bible, its word, and wisdom of God, Jesus Christ, as well as governmental resources, links by the U.S. Department of Justice and other nonprofit organizations and so on that are not affiliated with Grayscale. Let's start today with our positive affirmations. As many of you know, welcome Martha. Welcome Martha. Thank you so much for your positive uh, feedback on Grayscale Facebook page as well as many of you Instagram. Mary, uh, Joe, Mary, I believe it is, and Marie, uh, and Lisa, and so many of you are such great, dear, precious friends, sisters in Christ, and new sisters in Christ, welcome new precious friends, women and teen girls. I am so happy to be with you. I just had to cover those little issues. Let's get started. If you want to join me, I'm at my desk. We have a lot to cover, like I said, so I'm going to try to go as fast as I can, but this is so meaningful and important isn't it? As we learn and grow together, and I hope to really help you and your family members and friends and co-workers be more empowered through the Lord Jesus Christ. Grayscale.com Daily Positive Self-Affirmations I am deeply loved by God. Please repeat after me. I am deeply loved by God. Yes, I am created by God's awesome love for me. God cares for me. God is first in my life before any person or thing. I am powerful with God. I believe that miracles can happen in my life. I am grateful for blessings in my life, no matter how small or large. You can say it quietly to yourself, out loud, whatever is best for you and whatever I am capable of being patient. I know that God will reveal His great plans for me and treasures for me in His time. (laughs) Patience. (laughs) I am strong. Mm -hmm. I am smart. Mm -hmm. I am beautiful. No matter what shape, size, color, background, or age. Mm -hmm. I respect my physical body, mind, and heart. I am deserving of real love. (laughs) Yes. I like and love myself and deserve to love myself because God loved me first. I have to add a me on there with our team on the Grayscale website. I see a little correction there. I am 
able to and will protect my body, mind, and heart with healthy boundaries. Healthy boundaries. I am more precious than diamonds, rubies, and emeralds, as the Bible states. My feelings are valid and legitimate. I take care of myself. I am able to choose healthy food to put into my body and exercise daily. I am learning from my mistakes. I am forgiven by God when I humbly ask for forgiveness. I forgive myself and other people who have wronged me. I am capable of staying calm and managing my responsibilities. I am able to manage my emotions. I am able to learn from negative experiences and move on to receive God's treasures. Yes, yes. I know that when I am more self-aware, confident, and calm, kind, my relationships improve. I know that when I help my spouse, partner, boyfriend, and or family members and friends feel more confident too, my life can improve because God is able to perform miracles anywhere and anytime. Amen. I have faith in God's power and believe in His desire that all people's lives are filled with happiness, love, and hope. Amen. I am getting better every day. I am trying to do my best. I am enough. I am able to control my thoughts, words, and actions positive ways to protect my happiness. Now the following, if you're on the website or maybe you're not, but I'll just refer to it. On the grayscale.com website and marketplace, there are longer self-positive affirmations for you to follow that you can say quietly or out loud to yourself too. And you can revise, change, update them as needed. I'm not going to go over those or I'll go over them briefly right now uh, for this podcast I may not go over them for other podcasts uh, it, I'll, it depends on how much time we have So, but I, I will say I have added some self affirmations here in order to meet the needs of women and teen girls it appears today in our United States communities here's the next one I will be careful to protect my personal presentation of myself on social media including Facebook, Instagram, and apps on my phone to honor and respect God's desire for me to attract good, respectful people in my personal and work life for lasting increased happiness. My self-care, home cleaning, meal preparation, child care, and even healthy adult sex in my marriage union partnership are activities which are worth tremendous value because these activities greatly benefit 
my spouse, partner, and or boyfriend, and other friend, family members when appropriate, friends and co-workers, of course, within God's rules and commandments. I deserve to be treated with respect, dignity, and equality by all men and boys and women and girls too in my life as Jesus Christ treated women and girls in the Bible. I know that people who say they are Christian but do not treat women and teen girls with respect, dignity, and equality are often not following God's laws and commandments as per the Bible. U.S. government laws and Jesus Christ's living example on earth over 2,000 years ago. And then I just have a reference here. See the U.S. Department of Justice to test your relationships at home, in the workplace, anywhere you are with the power and control wheel versus the equality wheel. And you can find those in the resources and emergency links USA on grayscale.com. The next affirmation is, I will use kindness, gentleness, and loving words or actions when I remind people of God's laws, commandments, and U.S. government laws that protect you and I. I try to be like Jesus Christ, who God sent to save us. I will protect my health and wellness by distancing myself either permanently or temporarily from negative, unhealthy people or leave places that can or do harm my body, mind, and heart, just as Jesus himself instructed his own disciples when they were not treated with respect, honor, and dignity. Jesus instructed them to brush their feet off and leave. Quote, See the resources, emergency links, also on USA if you need it, or your friends or your family members need it, such as the shelters. Next affirmation. I know that I can start my own home business while caring for my family or work part-time, full-time, to earn money, build financial respect and strength, as well as empowerment for dignity, respect, and equality as God wants me to be treated in life, as per the Bible. That's right. That's how God wants you to be treated, with respect, dignity, and equality. I practice self-sex and honor my body, mind, and spirit by being very careful about who I let into my life and seeking friendships with people who also try to honor God. And yes, now we all make mistakes, don't we? Since the day we're born, we make mistakes, and we will continue to make mistakes. Dear, precious women, sisters in Christ, and new sisters in Christ, women and teen girls, whether you're Christian, Jewish, or non-Christian, welcome, welcome, welcome. We'll all make mistakes, won't we? But if we ask God for forgiveness, we seek His guidance, just like you're doing right now with me, it's so exciting. You're becoming more empowered. God is with us right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, for being right here and empowering us and giving us more knowledge, learning power, and strength to take the positive action that we needed, need in our lives to be more successful in all different ways. 
last two affirmations are, I know that when I stay disciplined with God's loving power, I experience greater success in life. And that's in all ways, ladies. I know from myself, my own life, personal and financial success, all areas of your life, spiritual, personal, physical, um, emotional, mental, all areas of your life, including financial, you will experience greater success when we stay disciplined with God's power, just like you're doing right now. I'm congratulating you. So glad you're here. With God, you and I can do anything, as the Bible states. And here's the Bible verse, one of them that's referring to that. Quote, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians 4.13. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All right. Now we're going to go back to the uh, part one of this series on relationships, equality and dignity for women and girls. How does Jesus want us to be treated? If you remember, if you listened to part one, I referred to the equality wheel first. I'm starting with the positive, not the negative things that all people go through, by the way. All people experience unhealthy power and control. I want to say that. And what we want to do is we want to increase all the non-violence, all the non-healthy behavior, words, and actions in our lives, right? You want, starting with ourselves, we want to treat others, ourselves and others, in our lives with more equality. Because when we do that, guess what happens? Miracles. God works miracles because when you're happier and you're treating yourself with more fairness and self-care and equality and growing in mind, body, and spirit in positive ways, you treat others better, right? I know that's the case with me. I treat my husband, my daughters, friends, co-workers. Everybody gets treated better when I'm happier. So you can experience the same thing. And I know many of you know this already. And those who don't or are learning, welcome, welcome. We're all constantly learning. It's a lifetime process. That's what I feel. And I know you do too, because you wouldn't be here. Equality. So we covered, we talked about, I'm on the equality wheel, and if you want to refer to it, the Department of Justice for the United States of America refers to the equality wheel in the hotline um, resources for domestic violence, sexual abuse, other very unhealthy behavior encountered by millions of women, girls, men, and boys in America and around the world. So for the United States, we're talking about United States women and teen girls and men and boys right now. That's who Grayscale Modeling Ministry serves primarily. Um, we're, we're talking about the DuluthModel.org. It's the DuluthModel.org if you're on your phone or desktop or tablet. I'm at my desk desktop and I'm just looking at the wheel right now and we started with negotiation and fairness. We just talked about non-threatening behavior. We talked about respect. We talked about trust and support. We talked about honesty and accountability. We started to and then we, the um, anchor, uh, our podcast hosts and sponsors, the technology platforms, they give us 55 minutes. So I'm going to try to get through this as fast as I can. And we'll have to continue. If I get cut off, we'll just continue to part three, part four, part five. Because this is such an important area. Your relationships determine how happy you are and how happy I am. Our relationships are everything in life. 
and they determine so much of our happiness, if we feel love, if we feel success, and if we can achieve who God wants us to be, achieve the success and treasures that God has in store for you and I. So we want to treat people with negotiation, fairness, non-threatening behavior. We want to help people feel safe and comfortable while we express ourselves, but we also expect that of others. We need to expect that of others in our home, our workplaces, everywhere. We need to treat others with respect. We need the golden rule. We just treat others how we want to be treated, right? It's pretty simple. Being, We want to affirm others' feelings and emotions because their feelings are important and valid too. But our feelings are and emotions are valid and important too. Our opinions are important too, just like theirs, right? We want to give... We want to support others' goals in life. We want to give them, we want to show them they can trust us. And we want to be honest. We want to respect their right to their own feelings, friends, activities, opinions. But we want, we expect that, um, and we have a right to that in our own lives. God wants that for you and I. God, Jesus wants that. And Jesus treated women and girls this way. If we refer continually throughout the Bible, Jesus treated many women, and I refer to those women, Martha, Mary, Magda, Mary Magdalene, Mary his mother, um, Martha, Joanna, there's so many women in the Bible that were treated by Jesus Christ himself, and by the Bible verse, the word is the record, and respected by, or should be all respected by all Christians in our lives, men, women, anyone we come encounter who calls themselves a Christian, should be following these rules as per the Bible and these are all things that are also expressed in the Bible not only the Department of Justice laws and by the way as as I said my background I have a law degree doctorate of law I'm not giving you legal advice but this is so interesting history states that guess where laws came from in our government in our society they were based on Christian Judaic values Many of you know this, right? They were based on the Bible. Our governmental laws that the Department of Justice refers to in the United States of America are based on what? Christianity. Judaic values. Respect. Equality. For all women and men, no matter what color, sex, uh, background, economic background, education. So let's keep going just wanted to add that very interesting strong point that you can bring up to your your people in your lives in a kind and gentle way of course we never want to yell or we always want to express ourselves in calm and safe ways comfortably expressing ourselves never threatening people uh, but we, also, we expect that and we deserve the same in return on the equality wheel, so we talked about negotiation and, fair, negotiation and fairness, non-threatening behavior, respect, trust, and support, honesty, and accountability. We want to be honest, okay? Now, everybody, starting the day they're born, especially two-year-olds, right, when we're all two-year-olds and our children, or if you have children, I know I do, they all fib. They all take tell little lies, right? No, I did not take that cookie, Mommy or Daddy. Um, and so, and in our marriages, we all fib. No, I didn't buy that whatever chocolate or 
you know, I have fibbed and I have sinned. And I know everybody does. You have, I have, we all are dishonest sometimes. And we need to be as honest as we can, okay? And when we're not, when we fib, when we make mistakes, when we sin, in the Bible, of course it's called, we want to hold ourselves accountable, okay? Because that's how you grow. That's how I grow. That's how we become the best people that God wants us to be, whether we're women or men. But we also... are deserve to expect that of others. We deserve honesty and accountability from our husbands, from our boyfriends, from our partners in life, life partners, from our family members, whether they be our uncles, aunts, cousins, children, daughters, sons. Everyone, we deserve to be treated with equality. And part of that equality, on as per the wheel, equality wheel, is honesty and accountability. So it's, again, it's the golden rule. We have to accept responsibility for ourselves. We have to acknowledge our past faults. If we did use um, inappropriate, wrongful words or actions, here it refers to violence, of course. But, you know, violence can come in many forms, can it? Violence can come in the form of words, calling people stupid or in making them feel inferior in the home, workplace, anywhere. People can be very cruel, and each of us, I know I have, I have been cruel in the past. I have said things or done things that I really regret, and I know you have too. Everybody does. That goes back to the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve. Sin was created in human beings, as per the Bible. So, no people are perfect, and we all make mistakes. So, but we need to expect this of others. We need to expect that our, the people that we're in contact with on a daily basis or not even a daily basis in our home, if it's regularly or in our workplace or anywhere, that they will treat us with respect and help us to feel safe wherever we are. They're not going to try to help make us feel unsafe. And if you do feel unsafe, you need to remove yourself either temporarily or permanently. Again, you need to seek professional guidance on that, though, before you take uh, dramatic steps, which I said in the beginning, and it is in the podcast. There are wonderful resources of nonprofit organizations, including the hotline.org and other nonprofits and shelters that can advise you, and many other professionals, including the church leaders and others, and synagogue leaders, wherever you are in your community. So a lot of those resources are on the grayscale.com website, of course. We want to also, in, in the section on honesty and accountability, we want to admit being wrong. And that's what I was referring to. I've made plenty of mistakes. I've said and done things that I really regret. I, I say, why did you do this, Susan? Why did you say that? That was unkind to your husband or your daughters. You were too harsh. You spoke too harsh. I've done that. But you know what? That's, that's just... I have been so much happier for a long time because I'm not doing that. And that's why you'll find this more and more, if you haven't found it already, that the more you improve yourself and work on yourself, then the better you'll be treating other people and they will be transformed just like you are. So the better you feel, the more confident you feel, and that's why we do the positive self-affirmations, is and I want you to do those if you can every morning and before you go to bed okay dear precious girlfriends please try to do them 
go to the grayscale.com website, go to the positive affirmation section, or follow us on Facebook. I try to post those with our team on the Facebook and Instagram. And uh, please go to those and or listen to these podcasts again whenever you need to, whenever you need to refresh your your confidence level, your self-worth, feelings of self-worth, and be guided by God's love. That's all I'm doing here. This is all based on the Bible. I'm just guiding you through God's awesome love because God's awesome love has transformed me. And then it has transformed my husband and my daughters and continues to transform me and my husband and my daughters and my friends and my co-workers. And the more you get positively transformed, the more you'll positively transform everyone in your life. It's so beautiful. And it's all according to God's laws and the United States laws and how Jesus treated people on earth 2,000 years ago. Isn't that just beautiful? Communicating openly and truthfully, just like I'm doing right now. This whole podcast is called, I renamed it from Grayscale Talk to a Christian uh, Real Talk for Women and Teen Girls because I wanted to be real talk. So many times we listen to Christian messages. I know I have since the day I was born when I started to go to church and be brought up in the Christian community. And also learned about Judaism and took Jewish classes as well because my husband grew up Jewish and Jesus was Jewish and I wanted to learn about the Jewish traditions and I love those beautiful Jewish traditions as well as Christian traditions. Passover and, and Christmas as Jesus participated in Passover thousands of years ago. So I love learning about that and we celebrate both. So I just wanted say that like I wanted it to be real talk because so many of these issues aren't I don't believe are talked about enough and we and women and teen girls there are too many women and teen girls that are not being treated with equality okay and I've experienced in my own life in my home in my workplace male dominated workplace industry investment management commercial real estate and so on as well as in my own home and in my family my own mother claimed to be a Christian, but she is one of the biggest woman haters I've ever met. And I will tell that in my story, that is not the time, for, this is not the time for that. My brother, he claimed to be a Christian, even sang in a Christian band for a while after his Satan worshiping LSD band. And he claimed to be Christian, sang in Christian band, band or something, and proclaimed to be Christian and treated women with the most disrespect and has been charged with domestic violence. This is part of my story, why I do this and why I founded Grayscale. I am getting into it a little bit. His former fiance, his other mother of his children, contacted me about his domestic violence, how they've charged him, my own blood brother. He was taught to be a woman hater, even though my mother, my own blood mother, who I've been estranged with for over 30 years, and I pray for her. God will take care of her and how he sees fit. God will take care of my brother, my blood brother, as he sees fit. But they are going to be held responsible on earth or wherever God decides, right? And I'm just going to trust in God. But what my point in bringing this up is because Christian women and Christian girls and teen girls often are countering people, men, boys, 
women and girls who say they are Christian, but then they are not following God's rules. They are not following these rules of equality as per the Department of Justice United States government refers to in the DuluthModel.org on Hotline.org, the Hotline websites and resources, as well as their own Department of Justice website. And the, they are referring to the power and control. These are all things that are based on Christian Judaic principles as per the Old Testament and New Testament. And isn't that fascinating? Right? So let's keep going. Responsible parenting. We want to be responsible parents. I want to be a responsible mother. I have two daughters. You may not be a mother or parent, but you may be someday. Maybe you are now. You want to have responsible parenting. You want to share in the parental responsibilities with your spouse or your life partner or your whatever your situation is. And you want to, or your ex or your, you know, divorced person, if you're divorced and so on. Whatever your story, if you're a widow or you haven't been married yet and you have a baby or babies, you want to share in parental responsibilities. That is following God's laws. You want to be positive. You want to be a non-violent role model for the children, right? You want to be calm. And I stress that in so many sessions of this podcast. And there, God stresses it continually throughout the Bible. And Jesus stresses it. Trust in me. Stay calm. Be still. Do not fear. Be, do not fear. I will help you. Isaiah 41, 13. There are so many Bible verses on gracegalgot.com too that you can check out. And many of them refer to do not fear, have faith, not fear, and our products on grayscale.com. You want to check those out. On the marketplace also, repeat many of the phrases, be still, be calm, on the, um, from the Bible. So we want to be a really calm, um, self-assured, self-confident role model for our children, right? Because then for generations to come, they will have more successful lives. They will teach their own children to do this. We can stop this pattern of violence in the United States, their unhealthy behavior, the unhealthy power and control behavior, whether it be words or actions, and sometimes it goes to extreme levels of violence, which I have heard about in my own family and seen and witnessed in many forms, including the former fiance and mother of my brother's children. And also other, uh, my bro- my mother, my blood mother, is a victim of elder abuse currently, and that is being investigated at this time. I can't say much about that right now. I will say more about that when I can or in my story and books and resources. Uh, I want that to stop. That elder abuse is based on this lack of equality by my brother, uh, and not treating my mother with equality all these holy God-honoring behavior characteristics that God wants us to follow and he's exerting power and control. Power and control is responsible, unhealthy power and control behavior is responsible for most and all, I believe, of the crimes, uh, basically all of the crimes, I shouldn't say most, all the crimes in the United States and around the world are based on unhealthy power and control in my belief, and I believe many people will agree with that, including the U.S. government and other government uh, authorities around the world. 
The next uh, section of Equality Wheel is shared responsibility. We want to share the responsibility with our spouse, life partner, boyfriend, whoever. If we're living with them, if we're, uh, you know, in, either in the home or in the workplace, wherever we are, if it's if it's our responsibility, we need to share in that responsibility, mutually agreeing on a fair distribution of work, making family decisions together. That's really key. Like who's going to do what chore in the home, starting with very basic thing. Who's going to wash the dishes? Who's going to do the laundry? Who's going to prepare the meals? Who's going to take care of uh, child care? Is that a shared responsibility? Who's going to bring in the financial resources to take care of uh, shelter, food, and clothing, and other basic needs? as well as some fun other treats and leisure and entertainment and so on. So transportation. So those all thing are things that can be worked out and you can point to the equality wheel which is based on the Bible, based on God's laws, the U.S. government laws, Department of Justice, which refers to the equality wheel and power of control wheel, is all based on Christian and Judaic values and beliefs going back from to thousands of years when Jesus walked on the earth. I'm giving you the platform and the strength and the foundation so that if you need to assert yourself in kind, gentle ways, of course, always with people, you can refer to these resources. And we're going to get to the power and control wheel, which is the opposite behavior, the unhealthy behavior. This is the healthy behavior of the equality wheel that we all want to work towards and attain in our homes, anywhere we are. Economic partnership is the next one. Making money decisions together. Yes, too often people get married, right? Including my husband and and myself, and we never had a class on anything. The pastor was wonderful and awesome, but in those days, there wasn't enough education in our belief. What We've talked about this. We didn't discuss how, who's going to be in charge of the money decisions? Are we going to make those decisions together? Are we going to be having separate accounts or together accounts, a joint accounts? Are we going to, how are we going to raise our children? How many children do we want to have? Um, you know, it goes on and on, right, girls? Women and teen girls and anyone listening, we need to make those decisions way before and talk about these major um, points and issues in our lives before we get married, before we even live with someone. We need to talk about these things, especially when it comes to money, because money, what is the old saying? The person with money, the person with the financial resources has the power in the home, right? Right. The person with the financial and money decisions very often has the power and control in the home or power, more power in the home. It cannot go into unhealthy, it cannot, should not get into unhealthy power and control behavior. And that's what happens too often. If the man, the woman is raising the children most of the time or taking majority of the mothering duties as I have, or if no children, a lot of times the women take on a lot more home care, meal preparation, child care, and so on, and are responsible for working as I have been since my children were born. I worked part-time and full-time at various points in my life and their lives, which I do not regret. I thought it was very healthy for my self-esteem as well. I worked in the home, though I had flexibility, which I also recommend, by the way. 
whenever you can. And today with COVID, more people are working out of their home, aren't they? <laughs> so it's becoming more accepted and uh, it's wonderful, I think, in so many ways. Uh, so that's a positive uh, silver coating in the lining of the, of the challenges of COVID-19 and, and other issues that occur in our society. Um, So what we want to do, though, is we want to make sure we talk about these monetary decisions and make sure that both partners, both parents, if you see on the wheel, it says, making sure both partners benefit from financial arrangements. Now, I want to point out in one of the self-positive affirmations that we stated or I went over on the website, gracegal.com, I refer to how, and this is very important after my 30 years of marriage, 30 years plus of marriage and raising two daughters, children who are now adults, I have learned to assert myself more and more, and I did for a long time and continue to occasionally remind my husband that, and I recommend this to you with your boyfriends and spouses or anyone else you're living with, and as well as friends and coworkers, that whatever you're doing in the home, such as meal preparation, home cleaning, it takes hours. The studies have been made that women and men, whoever's taking care of the home, meal preparation, cleaning, uh, child care, it takes at least 15 hours a week. That's what I've seen. It might be more. I, I think it's kind of more. I don't think they're counting <laughs> as much as they could in terms of these research studies. Uh, you can find them online. So they're saying 15 hours. Well, that's worth monetary value, isn't it? That's worth money monetary value money and so occasionally I recommend that you women and teen girls and girls if you're working in the home with childcare and so on and outside of the home whatever your situation is that occasionally you do assert yourself in a gentle kind calm way hey um, is this fair I'm doing this and are you counting this for monetary value I also point out how even sex, if you're married or you have a life partner, I'm going to be real, I know, I mean, millions of girls and women are, teen girls or hope above age are not being sexually abused, millions are being sexually abused, but many of them are, are, are participating in sexual relationships, let's be real, real talk here, right, like the podcast says, and they're having sex before marriage, okay, so, I know this with my daughters, I know this is just the way it is, and it was probably thousands of years ago, because first of all, they were having sex when they were teenagers. Mary herself was not, of course, Jesus was born uh, without any of that sex, but women and teen girls were married or became sexually active very early. So I'm just being real here, and what we need to do is we need to point out, yeah, even sex, uh, the sex is worth monetary value. No, we're not prostitutes, right? (laughs) But sex, having companionship, even companionship with no sex, partnership, companionship, that's worth monetary value. And I'm only pointing these things out because too often men, boys, I see from friends, family members, just in our society in general, United States and around the world, if it's not if it's not money, if it doesn't have a dollar sign, or now it's Bitcoin, right? Cryptocurrency. If it's not, you're not bringing in money, then you're not maybe treated as much, with much as much respect. 
even the women in Africa, when they bring in money from their businesses, whether it be picking uh, wheat or vegetables, and if they're able to bring money in their into their hut homes, they're treated with more respect by the men and boys in their lives. It's no different here in the United States. But if you're not bringing in those dollars, those money, paper, Bitcoin, or dollar signs, George Washington's, (laughs) you still are worth more than diamonds, rubies, and emeralds. You have tremendous value. And I think a big problem is that partners, women, are not treated with enough economic value. What they do bring in the home, whether it be home cleaning, child care, meal preparation, and so on, whether if that's all they're doing. And for a while, I have only been a homemaker. Sometimes I took a break and I was just a homemaker. That's worth tremendous value, isn't it? You're, you're worth value. That is, people have to pay for daycare. I had to pay for daycare. Yeah, I had to, I've had to pay for meal preparation and home care, cleaning. If you're doing that in the home, which I do very often myself still, because I like the way my house looks when, looks when I, my place of living looks when I clean it, and I like preparing my own meals. I love cooking. Maybe you do too, and you love to clean your own home. I do or whatever you do, and I love to take care of my children, that's worth value. That's worth monetary value. And I really think that's so important to stress because in the United States and in around the world, women and, and girls are not treated with enough value and, and, and uh, economic value. It comes from that economic partnership, recognizing that those duties and responsibilities are worth monetary value because guess what? Your spouse or your or brother or your uncle or your aunt or your mother or your, your daughter or your sister, whoever, who's benefiting from those, your boyfriend or girlfriend, if they're benefiting from those duties, meal preparation, home care, child care, etc., those non-traditional uh, work activities, but they're the work activities in the home, which are so valuable, they're benefiting from that, and you need to be treated with respect for those duties and responsibilities. Okay, I'm going to finish with that on the equality wheel. So now we're going to go to the power and control wheel. The power and control wheel is the opposite behavior. It's what we do not want in ourselves and in uh, you know around us. We don't want any of this behavior in our lives. And if you are encountering this, and I bet you are, Many of you are. Some of you are not. But the statistics are, the reality is that millions of women and teen girls in the United States and around the world are victims of unhealthy power and control behavior. It goes, it's, it goes from low levels of power and control, perhaps verbal insults, emotional attacks, written and then of course the worst is physical of course some people say emotional and mental is worse it all depends on your perspective I believe that both actually are equal if you're a victim of any kinds of violence sexual violence domestic violence we're going to go over that and that's the extreme physical and, of course, financial 
abuse. There's um, sibling abuse. I've encountered it. Financial abuse by my brother. Sibling abuse. He's made threats to me. He's threatened my life. He's threatened to hire a hitman to kill me. He's threatened his uh, ex-fiancé and his mother of his children, ex-fiancé, who now has gotten a protective order over him. A protective... uh, I have also sought that. So I'll be seeking more and more justice as we go on. And this is all from my personal life. I share with you, many of you are going through similar circumstances in your lives or different circumstances. But so much of this is shared by us sisters in Christ and new sisters in Christ and dear precious girls, women and teen girls. All of these behaviors, most people, 99% or 99.9% of all women and girls will experience at least one or more of these unhealthy porn control behaviors in their lives. It just all depends on what level. The first one is using intimidation. Now, I just want to start. When we, when we look at the porn control wheel, which is referred to by the Department of Justice as well, and the hotline.org and all the resources on the departmentjustice.gov, it's called justice.gov is the website, Office on Violence Against Women, or referred to as OVW, Department of Justice. All these activities are also activities, what? That Jesus never wanted to see and advised all people when he walked on earth, where we walk today. He said he didn't want any of these behaviors. And he, and he, he taught his disciples to teach this as well, right? The 12 disciples and all the women in his life, Mary Magdalene, some people say she might have been a disciple as well. Uh, but, um, you know, whoever transcribed the Bible and also other women in his life who treated with respect, he never treated them with any of these unhealthy behaviors. These unhealthy power and control abusive behaviors, did he? Jesus treated women with respect, dignity, and honor, as well as he taught his disciples to teach all people, including men and boys, to treat women with respect, dignity, and honor, didn't he? So all these things in the equality and power and control wheel, which we're going over right now, are all reaffirmed in the Bible through, throughout the Old Testament and New Testament. And I could find, and we will go, and all the Bible verses I referred to in the previous podcast, as well as in the future, so often will refer to either the equality wheel behavior or the power and control wheel behavior, which we want to stay away from in ourselves and in others and help others to heal and ourselves to heal from. Using intimidation, I'll start at the top. We want to not intimidate ourselves. We want to affirm ourselves. We want to not feel fear, but we also don't want to intimidate others, right? We don't want to make people feel afraid by using looks, actions, and gestures. We don't want to smash things that says destroy property, abuse pets, display weapons. But do we do we expect that, or should we respect expect that from others in our lives, our homes, our workplaces, wherever we are? Yes. Jesus doesn't want anyone to make you feel afraid by their looks, actions, or gestures, whether it be your spouse, boyfriend. living partner, um, any kind of other person in your life, including the workplace. Jesus doesn't want people to smash things, destroy your property, abuse your pets, or display weapons to try to intimidate you. I think 
everybody agrees on that, right? Next one, using emotional abuse. This is one of the most common behaviors, of course. We don't want to emotionally abuse ourselves. We want to affirm ourselves. That's why we do. I always start with ourselves now. I'm trying to. On the positive self-affirmations, what are some of these, what are most of these affirmations? They're lifting ourselves up. We're not abusing ourselves. We're, we're affirming ourselves. We're telling ourselves that we're created by God's in his loving eyes and his with love his loving hands and Jesus wants us to feel great about ourselves God wants us to feel terrific and experience the greatest happiness we don't want to put ourselves down we don't want to make ourselves feel bad about ourselves we don't want to call ourselves names we don't want to say we're crazy we don't want to play mind games with ourselves and humiliate ourselves and we don't want to feel guilty the same thing applies to others we deserve to not be in the home or in the workplace, wherever you are, and millions of women experience this every day, every minute, every hour, every week of the year. They experience emotional abuse in some form or another, even at the grocery store with the cash register lady or man, you know, anywhere. This is one of the most common, right, that we're going to experience. Even if you have a basically really healthy home, as I do, and, you know, we really affirm each other now and we really we are conscious consciousness is very important and that is what this is all about right now you're learning to be more conscious more self-aware and also so you're able to help and transform others while you transfer transform yourself you deserve to not be emotionally abused no one is should be permitted to put you down whether it be in words or actions hurt your feelings say horrible things call you stupid call you crazy uh, call you a drama queen that's common um, oh you're crazy in other words your feelings are not valid or legitimate uh, no one should be allowed to do that to you you Jesus does not want that for you this is all over the Bible in the Old Testament and New Testament reaffirmed in the Bible and in US government laws no one should be allowed to call you names it's common in the playground since we're two years since we were two years old, right? Uh, and then it continues on through adulthood because of, it goes back to the Garden of Eden. Human beings, Adam and Eve, we sinned. And people do not treat themselves as they should be treated. It's just astonishing to me and maybe to you that in, in the United States, dogs and cats and animals are treated very often better than people, right? This is basic stuff, 101. We should... But what happens is we get so accustomed to what's going on in our society, we have to remember this is not what God wants for you or I or anyone. God wants you to be happy and feel loved and experience great success so you can be the person you want. He wants you to be, God wants you to be. No one should be playing mind games with you or humiliating you or making you feel guilty. The same things, the behavior that positive behavior that you want to do for yourself every day through the positive self-affirmations mornings and nights you want to also make sure other people do that for you and you don't want to do that to anyone else you don't want to no one none of us should be putting anyone down making anybody feel bad about themselves make calling them names telling them they're crazy playing mind games humiliating them or making them feel guilty 
Why? That's not what God wants you to do. And guess what? When you don't do that, other people will respond. They'll feel better. They'll be more transformed very often by your more positive, healthy behavior. And they'll very often start to feel more confident, more self-worth, and stop putting you down and stop feeling and making trying to make you feel bad or crazy or playing mind games or humiliating you or making you feel guilty. That's just the way it works. People treat they become a mirror of you. And that is that is awesome, isn't it? It's a miracle by God. That's what I believe. I hope you do too. Because by by when we work on ourselves and we treat others as we want to be treated, God is then is able to shine a light more on their behavior and transform them through their conscience, work on their minds, make them realize. And sometimes it might take you leaving a situation temporarily or permanently even and letting that person realize, whoa, I don't want to be this person. I don't want to do this. I don't want to act like this, whether it be in the home or workplace, wherever you are. God will work on them because of your improvement, because of who the what a wonderful, healthy person you're becoming, then they'll be transformed and be forced, in a sense, because God will be working on them, they'll be forced, in a sense, to transform themselves and become a healthier person and decrease any type of power and control behavior in their lives or that's exhibited. Using isolation, the next one, and the power and control wheel. You don't want to isolate yourself, by the way, girls, women, teen girls. You want to stay healthy by interacting with healthy, God-centered women and all their teen girls and friends. Choose your friends carefully, uh, and men and women and boys. You want to make sure you do not isolate yourself from other people, including your family and your friends and church friends. Never do that. When you isolate yourself, other people who may not be as healthy and may exhibit unhealthy power and control, they are able to then take more control over you and lead you into very dark places. And, and, and that's where Satan is able to take more control over you through them. That's what Satan wants to do. Satan wants to diminish your power through, these, through people who exhibit unhealthy power and control and send you into darkness. And he, Satan, all of these behaviors also, I should say, Satan uses and takes people and um, uses people as vehicles for his evil will. Fighting God, fighting holiness, fighting the Holy Spirit, right? It's a constant battle on earth. And the Bible talks about that. God's word talks about that. And the disciples discuss that. To, to guard yourselves, guard yourself with the armor of the Lord, which is what we're doing. You don't want to isolate yourself. Uh, you The same behavior you don't want to allow other people to do. Uh, for example, a common tactic with people who commit elder abuse is they isolate the older person. They isolate them. They isolate them. That is what my brother did. He has isolated me. He never allowed me to see my own blood mother. Um, and she was so afraid of him and he threatened her and so on I was I've learned so much and I wish I knew so much more many years ago, 30 years ago I would have stood up more I was afraid of my brother I've admitted that in another podcast and that was wrong I I didn't understand he was using all these unhealthy power and control tactics to control my mother my blood mother and now I'm fighting for justice and 
I'm going to have to end this. I'm getting the um, ending sign. So we're going to have to continue the power and control wheel. Our time is up on this podcast. So we're going to continue the power and control. We're ended off on the using isolation. You want to stay away from and not allow people to isolate you from friends, who you talk to, what you read, where you go, uh, you need, uh, using jealousy to justify their actions. Okay, so we're going to end with that. We'll continue on the power and control wheel in the next session, part three on relationships. Let's end in prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you so much, dear Lord God, our Heavenly Father, for blessing us and bringing us together today today, enlightening us in your word and according to the U.S. Department of Justice laws and regulations. Please give these women listening right now, my dear precious girlfriends, women, sisters in Christ and new sisters in Christ and non-Christian women and girls, give them power and strength and Jewish women, give them power and strength to live the happiest lives that you want for them. In Jesus' name, amen. Here are hugs and love and see you next time, part three.